Good evening. It is another wonderful Saturday evening with Abel Sejanet on the podcast for the Christian youths. I welcome you specially to this wonderful episode where I'll be talking about ways to safeguard your virginity. Remember, this is in continuation of my previous episode where I gave you the first three ways to safeguard your virginity. And of course, those three are just a tip of the iceberg. I told you in my last episode that first and foremost, you should acknowledge that premarital sex is a sin. Therefore, virginity is required of every Christian youth to keep, to maintain, until your wedding night. You must acknowledge the fact that you must maintain your virginity. It is required of you. It is biblical. It is scriptural. It is godly. You are not just maintaining your virginity because of your husband. Some people will just say, oh, I'm keeping my virginity because I want to keep it for my husband. Because I want to present it as a special gift to my husband. Yes, it is good for you to present it as a gift to your husband. But first and foremost, it is because it is required of you as a Christian to maintain your virginity till wedding night. When you understand that it is godly, it is biblical, it is required of you as a Christian, it will even make it easier for you to maintain or safeguard your virginity, knowing that it is required of God. That was the first and foremost way to safeguarding your virginity, as I told in my previous episode. I also made it to understand that you should stop telling everybody that you are still a virgin. You must not disclose this to everybody that come your way. I mean, you must not disclose your virginity status to everybody that comes your way. Certain things must be kept secret. It is not everything you tell people about yourself, especially when it comes to virginity. A lot of persons have lost their virginity just by disclosing it to their friends or to their colleagues at work, to their business associates or even to their roommates. I even gave you an example of my own story of how I told my roommate about my virginity status. She almost, you know, betrayed me. So a lot of people are jealous when they hear that someone is still a virgin. They can do anything, everything within their power just to make them lose their virginity. So you must avoid disclosing this to other people that you are still a virgin. And then the third one is avoid visiting the opposite sex alone. You must not be visiting the opposite sex alone. If you are a woman, you must not be going to, you know, the opposite sex house alone. And even if you are a a, a boy out there, a Christian boy, you should avoid going to the opposite sex, to a lady's house or alone. Anything could happen. Especially when both of you are in a quiet environment. I told you that body is not firewood. Yes. Sexual urge can even arouse at this point when you people are alone. It could make both of you fall into the temptation of having premarital sex. And remember, even the mighty has fallen in situations like this. That is why it is very, very important that even when you're going to visit an opposite sex, you should do this in the company of one or two other persons. That way, it will be very difficult, if not impossible, for premarital sex to occur.
yes that's that about my previous episode today i'll be looking at you know i'll be talking extensively on the fourth way to safeguarding your virginity and that of course is avoid strolling at an ungodly hour avoid strolling walking about moving about at an at an ungodly hour many youths are fond of moving about at an ungodly art when i say ungodly hour it could be early hours of the day or late midnight some people maybe when they are going for vigil or night classes or night parties especially those on campus they always want to go for birthday parties beware of birthday parties especially those celebrated at night back on campus let me tell you a little story about myself i was invited by a friend to a birthday party believe me i am not this birthday type like especially birthday parties at night i don't even like it strolling at an ungodly hour i was uncomfortable at a point when i went for that party i told the girl a sister friend who invited me that i was leaving because i was uncomfortable it was an ungodly hour a birthday party at night so when i went there i was just not comfortable but she insisted i stayed according to her the party was being organized by a choir master in one of the you know pentecostal churches he was actually celebrating his girlfriend so hearing choir master of one of these in one of these same renowned churches pentecostal churches at that you know i was i was eager to stay believing that since it was a christian a born-again christian per se who organizes better party there was nothing to be afraid of so on hearing this i decided to stay a little longer since it was a choir master from a renowned church but then when it was getting dark i forced myself out of the environment i could not stay any longer i don't know i just could not stay again my spirit was against me staying everything within me was not just accepting the environment i forced myself out of the environment believe me i was happy i did Hmm. you wouldn't believe what happened my dear friends what transpired much later is not something to write about after i had gone my friend told me they turned off the lights my friend i told you about who invited me to this party she was a very good christian she didn't even believe such a thing that happened would have happened in such a place because it was organized by a so-called choir master she said it got to a point in the middle of the party they turned the lights off everywhere was dark they had to pay themselves one girl to one boy and then the guys were to choose you know they were to pay some money to see what the ladies were wearing as their underwears can you imagine such a thing oh my goodness and they insisted that everybody in the party must participate in the game a game they call it how can such a thing be a game 
my dear. That is why I say it is very, very dangerous to be in such places, especially as an ungodly hours. So many things happen in such places, especially those on campus. You hear of, you know, many of them going for, um, sorry, what they call it, nights, parties, clubhouses. But I believe you as a Christian, you shouldn't be going to nightclubs. So, it is very, very important. You should avoid going to such places. Anything can happen. You could lose your virginity in such a place. You could be raped in such places. Who, who knows what could have happened to me if I had stayed a little longer in that environment? Who knows what could have happened to my friend? She had to force her way out of the birthday party just to save herself. This is why you must avoid worldly parties, ungodly places, especially those ones organized in the night. A lot of things could happen at this time of the day. And not only night parties, what about vigils? Yes, vigils. I'm not saying you should not be attending vigils, but I'm only saying that you should take precautions. When you go for vigils, don't wait until it is 12 a.m. in the morning before you go for the vigil, because most vigils always start by 12 a.m. till maybe around 4 or 5. So you don't have to wait till it is 12 a.m., 11 p.m., 10 p.m., before going to the vigil, you can even leave your house. The comfort of your lodge, the comfort of your home are evening time, 7, 8 to the church and sleep until it is 12 when the vigil is to commence. If at all you must go there late at night by 11 or 12 a.m., make sure you go in the company of one or two other persons, in the company of brethren, Neighbors, don't just go alone. You could get raped. And what about those people who go for night classes? Especially those on campus. They call it T-Day break. TDB. You want to go to school to, you know, observe your TDB. You don't have to go when it is, you know, late at midnight. Before leaving the comforts of your hostel. You can go when it is in the night. Between 7 8, 9. Don't wait until it is 10, 11, 12. Before leaving the comfort of your home, you could get raped along the way. Yes. You never can tell who is following you or monitoring your movements. Then, let me even tell you a story. Back on campus, I used to have a, a very close friend. She went for a vigil. On her way back from the vigil, she never knew somebody was actually monitoring her movement and was following her back to her lodge. She was meant to come back in the company of her friends, but unfortunately, she was unable to come back with those her friends that left her behind. So she was coming back alone, not knowing somebody was following her. When she got home, she opened the gates, entered the lodge, and yet the boy followed her into the lodge. She went straight to her door, her room, as she tried to open the door to the room, a strange hand, an unknown hand, held her behind. And when she tried looking back, the person pushed her into the house, opened the house by himself, pushed her into the house. 
and then when she turned back she saw it was a guy and everybody in the room including her friends who were already waiting for her started screaming she was scared they all thought the boy was gonna rape all of them but thanks to god he didn't rape them he only collected their phones their mobile phones took their money and left you can imagine such a risk that is why it is always very very important not to be strolling as an ungodly are especially as a lady yes especially as a lady because it is very hard for a man for a guy for a boy a christian boy to get raped personally i don't think i've heard of a boy being raped by a woman in most cases it's always the woman being raped but i'm not saying that you guys shouldn't be you know be careful but most especially the ladies ought to be careful you need to stop strolling as an ungodly era anything could happen somebody might be following you somebody might be monitoring your movement especially those that have been watching you observing you to be a decent girl they might want to just take advantage of such a time to get you raped so be careful don't forget i will continue this episode subsequently i'll be bringing to you more ways to safeguard your virginity on this note i would like to draw the curtain but before i draw the curtain i would like to remind you that you are the light of the world you are a city set on a hill that cannot be hidden therefore let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your father which is in heaven remember that you must not allow the word you know to dim your lights the light of god that is in you you have to brighten every corner that you are with this light don't let the word dim your light rather let your light brighten every corner that you are till i come your way again next week saturday i am still your host abel c janet do well to subscribe to my podcast share and leave your comments stay blessed